0: From Birmingham, Alabama, you're listening to the Flat Picking Pilgrim's Progress. I'm your host, Gary Furr, and I'm so glad to have you with me today. Whether you're sitting in your favorite chair or riding along in the car, I'm glad we're going to get to spend this time together. In the garden and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known see Austin miles moments of sensitivity to God's presence happen in the oddest places stuck in foxholes pinned in a car wreck sharing a meal with friends devouring a good book God can show up anywhere unannounced. I had one of those moments in a basement laundry room in a retreat center. I'd spent a great deal of time alone that day thinking, praying, and resting. That evening we were scheduled to have communion in the chapel before dinner. During free time that afternoon I took some laundry to the basement and sat there alone except for my old 12-string guitar which I had owned since the age of 16. I took along a hymnal to play and sing some songs to pass the time. After a while, I started singing an old favorite in the garden. Theologically sophisticated people do not generally like this hymn. It has no sense of the social or community, no ethics, no grand sweep of history or lofty notion of God. The words I, me, and my occur 20 times by the time you sing it all the way through, most notably as, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. It can be infantile and self-absorbed. But as I sang it, something remarkable happened. I began to think about my grandfather, a self-taught worship leader in Baptist churches in North Carolina who taught shape-note singing schools. We moved from there when I was only seven. Until then, my grandfather was nearby and always present in my life. My father's job took us farther and farther away until in the sixth grade we lived in Wisconsin. My grandfather, by that time, had developed emphysema and died when I was 11 years old. As far as I knew, I never cried about it again and rarely spoke about it. I am from the old school. Because I'm of Welsh ancestry, I'm musical, emotional, and mood swinging, passionate. But because I'm an American man, I'm half Marlborough Cowboy. The only time American men can cry acceptably, like little children, is when their chosen sports team loses. Now I sat in a windowless basement in California, singing in the garden when suddenly a vision of my dead grandfather came to my imagination. but now he was alive, singing with the hosts of heaven, and so happy I was having trouble remembering the word for some reason and kept singing, "I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. for whatever reason i couldn't remember those two lines I began to feel a terrible tide on the other side of a carefully constructed dam I had built over the years. I was afraid as I sang that I was losing control. It was time for the evening service so I headed to the chapel. I walked over to our worship leader and asked what are those last two lines in the first verse of in the garden. She replied the voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God discloses. The dam burst and I began to weep. Twenty-five years of unspoken grief tumbled. I sat back down and my eye instinctively went to the light, shining through a stained glass window. On the window was an image of King David playing the harp. It was the strangest sense that the voice I heard falling on my ear was being disclosed by God. The great-granddaughter of Charles Austin Miles said once that the hymn was written on a cold, dreary day in a cold, dreary and leaky basement in New Jersey that didn't even have a window in it, let alone a view of a garden. I guess you could say it is a tribute to my great-grandfather's faith, she said, that he believed it existed, at least in his heart. Miles wrote the story to reflect the story of Mary Magdalene, first witness of the Resurrection if it is loathed and despised by some musicians and theologians for its me-focus, it still remains one of the most loved hymns of all time. There is a legitimate solitariness of soul that is part of every spiritual journey. We may learn prayer in community, but we must also learn to pray alone. It may bring us to places of utter loneliness. In those places we find that we are not alone at all but that god is present to us surprisingly even in a resurrection appearance to an unlikely first witness mary the first christian saint of the broken heart as far as i'm concerned garden or basement the joy we share when we tarry there none other has ever known I'm Gary Furr, and this is the Flat Picking Pilgrim's Progress. Thanks for joining me today. You can find my music at G-A-F-U-R-R, G-A-F-U-R-R.com. And you can go to my blog site for lots of other information and writings at GaryFurr.me. G-A-R-Y-F-U-R-R.me. Once again, thank you so much Join me next time on the Flatmaking Buildings Progress.